Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 6.3 HP Podcast Reviews Edition. I am one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me is one of my bestest best friends in the entire world, Chabax. How are you doing, Chabax? What's up? Uh, doing good. Uh, pretty fun week and uh, happy to be here. Yeah, we are reviewing a couple of shows and a couple of movies in the next couple of weeks. We are very, very excited about all of these. Um, but before that, a bit of housekeeping. If this is the first time that you are clicking on onto our thumbnail, thank you very much. We are a Plus 63 HP. We have a stable of podcasts. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we review a TV series and or a recent movie that has come out. We provide our opinions. We rate them. We deep dive into the things that we enjoyed and didn't enjoy so that you... Uh, we'll have enough information whether you should watch it with your friends and family as well. On Wednesdays, we have a different podcast where a group of us middle-aged men finally has done their very, very first D&D campaign. So our, this first campaign that we're doing is almost a year and a half years old. It's extremely fun. Uh, we are enjoying every single bit of it and uh, we can't get enough. So all of those episodes were recorded for posterity. We share it to the interwebs that drops every Wednesdays. On Thursdays, most of the time we have a curated list of trailers, short videos, clips, featurettes of content that is upcoming so that we know which content we are most hyped about. So if you'd like to see what's coming down the pipe, and see the things that you should prepare for as well, you might enjoy our Reacts episode dropping every Thursdays. And on Fridays, Chabax and her other bestest best friend, RJ, uh, cannot get enough of D&D, so they have their second campaign where they are bad guys. So most of the days in the entire week, you have fresh new content that you can interact us with. And if you want to interact further, please uh, follow all of our socials, interact with us there. We are on Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram with the handle at plus63hp. All right. And if you don't want to watch our faces, you just want to listen to us while you're doing your chores or working, we are available at all the major podcasts. Uh, you just have to search plus63hp. We love Apple Podcasts. We love Spotify. We love Amazon Podcasts. So from there... That's it. That is Plus 63 HP this week. We have an amazing, amazing treat a month ago. The 10th, cannot believe that we are, we are here. The 10th installment of the Fast and the Furious franchise dropped. Uh, and today, or in the past couple of days, it will be available on streaming. So more people, even more people can watch it. So for those six people that haven't watched it on the theaters yet. So we are discussing Fast x uh and before we get into the synopsis of fast x a little bit of stats and a little bit of a non-spoiler review from both of us so quick stats directed by Luis leterrier right uh it's no longer justin lynn there were some scheduling conflicts uh but um justin leterrier is you know experienced with some action he did transporting to the incredible hall Clash of the Titans, one of my favorite movies, the first Now You See Me movie, The Takedown. So he replaced Justin Lin quite early on in the um, you know, in the in the development of this particular installment of the franchise. And he is also slated to be the director for the sequel. So the possible the part two of this movie of maybe part of a three-parter, we there, don't know yet. There's two more, right? 
Well, they, they only have confirmed two, but all of these tweets and all of this shit about a possible trilogy, um, we we never know, right? So uh, they might squeeze in another one, but right now, the Fast X sequel is slated for 2025. So um, that's the only things that have been uh, officially um, listed. Screenplays, uh, uh, Justin Lin was very involved with screenplay. So Justin Lin is is the director of Fast Five, which is uh, uh, inarguably the one that really revitalized the franchise and mm. made this into an actual cinematic universe. Um, and uh, produced by Vin Diesel, Jeff Kirschbaum, Samantha Vincent, Neil Moretz, uh, and Justin Lin as well. So just listening down the cast of characters, because this is an ensemble cast, of course. We have Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, which is Chris Burgess. We have John Cena. We have Nat- Natalie Manuel Ramsey. We have Jordana Brewster. We have Sun Kang, all right, the best. Scott Eastwood. Daniela Melchior um, is rat catcher in... Uh, in the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. uh, also here. There we playing, go. That's why he was familiar. Yeah, playing a, a sister of somebody that you know died in the previous uh, movie. Alan Richman, Reacher himself, is there. Brie Larson, Captain Marvel herself, is there. Rita Moreno, which is like a legendary uh, Latin uh, actress, is there. Uh, Jason Statham, Jason Momoa, and my ex-girlfriend is there. So. La- just this is like a who's who of who's everybody in this particular franchise so much like being uh, part of, uh, of of the Marvel Cinematic Universe it seems that uh, Fast and the Furious franchise is so big that they have pretty much everybody here as well um, this was released on May 12th uh, initially in Rome in Italy um, but released in the United States on May 19th and uh, on this recording, June 10th, it has been slated to be on video on demand June 9th. So they only had a little less than a month in, in, in theaters and then they're going on demand, which is kind of great. Runtime is 141 minutes, a little over two hours. That you know may be good, maybe bad. But the budget of this movie is, for the quality that I'm looking at it, I was surprised that this is a $340 million budget movie just for part one. Right, really? so, so that's like, two parts. Not it's it will right now. It's just saying just for maybe there's they're going to really? be a lot of recycled footage for for see uh for part two. But what is listed for this particular movie is three hundred forty million dollars. I would just I mean if you gave a million or two million bucks for every actor here, that's already fucking one tenth of the budget, right? So I'm like looking at that. There's so many big stars that are listed here and. Even more big stars coming down the pipe that that kind of like eats up a lot of the budget anyway. And as of recording, uh, their box office number is $633.5 million, which is not blowing down the doors, but this is nothing to be scoffed at. This is still a lot of the, the you know, the 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 studio still made a lot of money out of this. So uh, that's uh, initial stats of the movie. Trebox, I want to know, non-spoiler review for you. What did you think about Fast X? I enjoyed it. I think it was it's not great, great, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. I, it was what I expected. A little rough past ones, though. That's kind of like, we, I know we talked about this in the past few weeks, where that I think that's the magic of Fast and the Fears, because if you really... St- 
stop for a beat, none of this makes sense. Of course, of course. Not nothing that they do is realistic, but we are we convince ourselves for the ride, and I think that's the magic. And no, that because is the- it, it it fast ten. You're watching this the ten tomorrow, and you're still expecting different, and that's on you. If you think this to be science, uh, science uh, or or even make sense story wise. That's on you. This is popcorn explosions, uh, funny, funny jokes, uh, badass moments. That's all. And it's on you if you keep. If you... I think that is the most well said thing. It's like, right? It is. And like, oh, well, yeah. You know what? We want things to improve. We want things. We we still want to be wowed. Um, I. I still think like this is kind of like weaker than most of the other fast the the second half of the Fast Ten franchise I'm looking at. I, I, the loss of Justin. Yeah, but but again, the idea of it is what you lose in magic, you gain in just like being able to bring in Brie Larson and Jason Momoa doing like a fantastic. I love Jason. I, I like right. His is a character. So it might not be fast five, fast six, where you know it becomes a little bit grittier and more fun and more realistic, but you compensate with just star power, Charlize Theron. Right? You laugh at how we keep on getting these people into the fray, but in the end, it's they're still there on screen doing a, a lot of fun stuff. So um, I'm gonna run through. Uh, um, a combination of AI-generated synopsis of these part of this particular movie. So we're we're experimenting on this. So uh, bear with us as uh, we get a little bit more familiar with all the new tools that we have to make our description of the movies better in the future. But I'm gonna run through a couple of paragraphs and then we'll we'll rate and review the the Fast Ten uh, movie. So starts off the agency. Agency with a capital A, which where Mr. Nobody is 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 uh, managing, and Nobody Junior or Little Nobody is it's taking over. Requests Dominic Toretto and his team to carry out a mission in Rome, Italy, involving the theft of a computer chip. That was the initial frame. Dom Letty stays behind to look after the son, while the rest of the team heads to Rome, led by a first-time leader. Leader. Uh, uh, which is super cool. Tyrese is finally reader, right? Um, so Cypher, who is wounded, suddenly shows up in Dom's house and reveals that Dante Reyes, the son of a drug lord in earlier Fast and Future franchise movies, has turned against her and using her crew, Cypher's crew, to target Dom for the revenge of his father. So this is like 10 years later. Finally, Dante comes back. Uses uh, there's like a fun uh, flashback in terms of how Cypher's crew was turned against her by by, by Dante, um, and then uh, uh, and when then we continue with little nobody apprehending Cypher like because uh, uh, um, Dom called the agency he's like yo uh, world class criminal uh, everybody's t- top of everybody's wanted list is here bleeding on my couch. Uh, but informs Dom and Letty that there is no actual mission in Rome, and then realize, and then that's where they realize that they've been set up. Like Dom and Letty, and then Letty sets out to rescue the team. So that's kind of like the first big chunk of the movie. Uh, in Rome, Dante traps the team in a in a truck rigged with a bomb. 
while Dom and Letty pursue them. Dom manages to push the bomb into the uh, uh, Tiber River uh, to minimize the damage. Uh, but still, uh, Rome gets mostly destroyed. At least, like, the Vatican is still intact. But it's it, there's a, a lot of people just died. Uh, this one is uh, one of the more um, crazy story beats. There's no way to contact me. Oh. You're in and out, Trebox. Hello? How is he? How is Dante talking, talking their communication? Okay. Cell phone, emails. You're actually super trapped, Peach Box. And we're back. We are uh, back. There we go. Sorry, my uh, audio has been haywire. But anyway, yeah, I'm uh, temporarily. Um, anyway, I was saying it was that um, it was just a little unbelievable that uh, Dante can stop their communication, like zero communication, no te uh, email message. Uh, and there, this is supposed to be the the quote unquote agency, the agency underneath all the agencies that should be the uh, top agency. Okay, well, if he's working working with Ames, that then that makes sense. Oh, okay, you know that's true. Yeah, you that's know, true. so yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I, I take it back. So, <laughs> so again, Dom manages to push the bomb off. Like there's this giant rolling bomb down Rome. It was able to push it off fantastically. I loved like, it. I loved it. I, so I I was loving it up until the time that he jumped his car off a bridge onto a crane and swing the crane perfectly it. timed. <laughs> it's basically now that I've been playing Zelda. It's basically like one of the Zelda puzzles where you kind it's of like exactly, thing and it's exactly. Like, perfect. But so bomb goes to the the Tiber River to minimize the damage, but there's still a lot of damage. So uh, at that point, Letty, you know, gets arrested, uh, and then Agent Ames. We're talking about Jack Reacher himself. I love it. Becomes I love a him facto also. leader of the agency because little nobody get gets incapacitated as well. And then Ames believes that Dom and his team are responsible for the bombing. Of course. You know, now Ames initiates a worldwide manhunt and puts a very high bounty uh, on all of the teammates of Dom. So everybody in the family. So meanwhile, in Los Angeles, an armed team arrives to take Dom's son. But luckily, Dom's brother, Jacob, oh, played yeah. by John Cena, arrives and fends them off. So Jordana Brewster, John Cena, you know, even if Jordana Brewster had very, very small part in this particular movie, at least... She wasn't this like little damsel in the stress. Like she was like kicking ass. This yeah, is supposed yeah, yeah. to be. There's just so, too many. Yeah, there's just too many. And then um uh, uh fence them off. Uh Jacob uh takes uh Lil B to a secret location uh in Portugal, right? Right. So like mm -hmm. all right, all right. And then uh, uh Tess, which is um realized. Brie Larson, nobody. I love. I, I lo she's just really my type. I like. She's just so. I find her really pretty, and hot. She's. She looks great here. I love the little earring detail. I, I'm sure that she only shot for like three, four days or a week at the most. But, um, nobody's daughter believes that. Uh, you know, 
uh, Dom's team is innocent. So what she does is she steals God's eye to like locate Dom ahead of the agency to warm them and help him, and then to inform him that Dante is in uh, Rio de Janeiro. So kind of like finish off the job, right? Mm. And then from there, Dom confronts Dante. Luckily, we we go back to finally going back to what they do best. They actually race. So um, they they agree on a race. So Dom, Dom's friend, Diogo, and this girl. From Fast that, Five. Uh, from Fast the Five, The guy yeah. that he beat, yeah. And then this girl that uh, is cutting up the streets there, Isabel Neves, uh, joins the race. And then we don't know it yet there, but we kind of like uh, in, in a few beats, we, we realize that Isabel Neves is little, is little B's deceased mother's sister. So that's mm -hmm. little B's aunt. So this is Dom's sister-in-law. Um, it made sense so that uh, he would save her, not just because she's a, not because she's a woman. Yeah. Um, and then because during the, during the race, like uh, it was revealed that Dante planted bombs in both Diogo and Diogo and uh, um, Isabel's car, and then he has to pick which one he would attempt to say, like to attempt to dislodge the bomb by like hitting it or whatever he wants. But like so, Dom picks Isabel's car to dislodge the 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 bomb, sacrificing Diogo and allowing Dante to win the race, and then. Um, and there you go. Uh, we cut to back to this secret base where Tess visits Letty. And in order to give Letty a chance to escape, Tess secretly wounds her, essentially stabs her so that she can get to this fancy ass um, uh, healing chamber or like a med bay. These are, uh, these are the things that uh, they were they took it too far. Like the scene with the 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 laser AI mm -hmm. crap and the scene that I hated most was uh the scene with Tess and Ames in the middle of like oh, the, that that was so bad so, I do not understand why they they made it like so that were they just lazy so, is it more expensive it, to do it CGI yes yes you know so it's more They're expensive to do a real set because everybody so um one of the uh one of the podcasts that I was listening to reviewing this by the rigor had heavily discussed this like why do we keep on doing this empty room with projected hollow screens with people darkened faces etc cetera, etc cetera? why don't you just actually have a conference room with people in it and people on the screens etc cetera, etc cetera? it's much more realistic right but they were saying because most likely brie larson and that dude uh jack reacher right we're not there this alan richardson weren't there at the same time so having an actual set would require them to have actual people, actual set, actual stuff. This way, they could just record Brie Larson in a vault in in a green screen. They record Alan Richardson in green screen. They don't need to fix everything else, and then that's it. So that's kind of like an easy way, but does does not excuse. This was fucking horrible, horrible. No, that that doesn't excuse. This is a top tier movie. If this was Tom Cruise, get that shit done. Get the get the two of them in that fucking room. But, but also, in general, you know, it's so impractical to have a conference room with like a giant hallway with nothing in it and just a blank space. And when you can do it just like in sitting inside like a decent office, a regular yeah, office. How, how do you talk to your tech? How do you talk to who said it? Like, it's so stupid. Like, this one was just in the AI laser thingy. Like, oh, 
Or it's too lazy to just put a fucking nurse in there, like. Hundred percent. Just... I totally agree. But again, this is the the perils of having so many top tier stars in the same movie. I'm sure that the the scheduling of this would have been a nightmare, right? So they were doing the. I think that's why that budget is so high. It's just to to CG all of the stuff together as well, patching them together. But coming back, uh, uh. So when Tess secretly wounds Letty, who's in an agency black site, so this sends Letty to the prison's treatment center where Cypher was there as well. Oops, sorry. All right. Um, By which, design. Uh, Cypher was there as well, right? By design. Uh, so. Sorry? By design. Like, they, they were yeah, set up. Yeah, by design. So. Yeah, they decided to work together to escape. So they beat each other up, but in the end, they find a way to escape. How, why flash. is there a control panel by her hand? That's just my question. Well, because the director said, how can she escape without <laughs> having somebody grievously uh, fuck up how close they are into the thing, right? Um, yeah. uh, so we've cut back to London where the rest of the team, like Ramsey, Han, um, Ludacris, and Tyrese, um, find out that all their bank accounts not, uh, have not only been frozen but emptied, and that's that's a fun to see. The one one of the smart things that this movie kind of like started giving to me how smart Dante is is not only did he cripple the people that he's trying to catch, but also used their assets to catch them. So Dante has used their own good. money to hunt Dom's team. Um, so in the end, there's a, a a big chase in London. Cool cameo by um, Pete Davidson, which didn't make sense, but whatever. Um, uh, so in the end, they seek assistance with, from Deckard Shaw, which means Han has to confront the person that has quote did quote unquote kill him. Um, so and then Deckard, after fighting with a lot of other people, decides to help them because Deckard learns that the awesome uh, mother of Deckard Shaw, which is uh, Dame Helen Marin, is also in danger. So that's why he agrees to uh, help. Uh, okay, so cutting back to uh, Ames and Dom. So Ames locates and arrests Dom, but Dante's mercenaries ambushes Ames' team. And then Ames teams up with Dom to fight against Dante. So finally, they understand how big their team was. Tess also arrives to provide an assist, a little bit of the drama because Tess gets shot, et cetera, et cetera. Then Dante is, reveals that he has kidnapped Isabel, which is uh, Dom's sister-in-law, Lil B's aunt. Uh, while Tess is gravely injured, Dante takes God's eye from Tess, dum-dum of Tess for bringing it on her person, uh -huh. but whatever. Now God's eye cannot track down whoever. Dante cannot track down whoever anywhere, so he tracks down Little B, who is in, in Portugal. Uh, this one is the, in in hindsight, it was like a little too fast that Ames shifted to Dom immediately. But I um there I thought I was like I like Amy so I like the actor so I'm happy with this, but it was too fast. But then they fixed it in the end, so there, there was a point. Yeah, but it was um shades of the Rock also becoming like you know be, being good being good guy with the less dramatic but the one thing that I'm sure we're gonna discuss later is 
um, he, when Ames was doing his tirade about the, you know, recapping all of the people that have helped the family or have joined the family uh, the past five, six movies, he, re I love the fact that he, he was, it was tongue in cheek saying like, every law enforcement officer that they encounter becomes, helps them and also becomes a fugitive themselves. So I was like, He's becoming that too. Like now, he's like I thought, he's like, like it's understanding, but the idea of it, it's like I love that they were self-aware yeah. about like every single person that was sent to catch them, ultimately helps them out, uh -huh. and so uh, and then becomes like part of the family, but also fugitive themselves. So it's kind of great. Um, so here, Dom uh, saves Isabel, but Dante escapes, and then uh Isabel and uh, Tess so that they can cut down screen time you know Isabel says he'll take care of Tess and brings him to the hospital and then Ames agrees to help Dom to take down Dante uh and then Dom's team who is now like kind of has Deckard Shaw's assistance etc cetera, etc cetera, is informed and they all travel to Portugal together to you know take little B and etc etc so in the last kind of like segment or action sequence of the movie Dante kidnaps Lil B um, and then instructs his mercenary to stop Dom and Jacob because Jacob is the one that's been taking care of Little B up until this point. Mm -hmm. You know, as Dom is surrounded by certain mercenaries, of course, there's going to be a set piece where Jacob sacrifices himself to eliminate all of these mercenaries, mercenaries of Dante. So a little bit of fantastical, but I, I understand like, you know, one, it's kind of sucky how Little B was taken from Jacob's car anyway. Um, but also, yeah, drop the ball like, yeah, yeah, and then, um, uh, in the end, it's like you know, what when when Jacob sacrificed himself, it it allowed Dom to rescue little B from Dante. It's like, once you guys see the movie, I can't accurately describe how weirdly <laughs> stupid this is, but you know, what? I love it, they I love it. To, they I love have it. to get the kid from at, at some point. That's uh, how, so they reach us, that's how Dom. Is in tune with his car, dragging two helicopters. Two helicopters. He, he knows the weight, the distance, the amount of spin and torque needed to hit it just right, that he doesn't kill his kid, but just puts him into a spin that he can perfectly go side by and side. And car, the car jumping different bridges, different <laughs> height, almost perfectly intact, just a few dents. That is how awesome. Dom is, and then you know we have we we you'll, you'll if, this will be a meme at some point when he says like, you took everything away from me. The only thing that you didn't take away is my car. So as long as there's a car in a road, Dom will probably win against any other supernatural event. But, uh, Dom, Dante reach a nearby dam. Dam Dante traps them in between two. Uh, robot automated semi-trailers that, that prepares to crush them. For a small beat, I was listening to our favorite people from Kind of Funny, and there were and Tim Geddes was hoping that this was a surprise crossover with um, Transformers, because <laughs> he had the, you know, maybe like Dante was working with like the septic constantly. It's when I heard that, it's like, hey, that would have been dope, right? <laughs> um, but, um. And this is also where it is revealed that Ames has been working as a double agent with Dante and then shoots, Ames shoots down the plane that was carrying Dom's team to meet them. So that was, you know, kind of like, kind of, 
anticipated, but you know, it was a little heavy handed and all the stuff. And then you have this like cool uh, flashback where uh, we see them. 10 years ago, uh, Dante and Ames were already working together when Brian and Dom stole the vault from Braga. Uh, it then, makes sense in the end. I, I like, I mean, I like it. It's a good setup, but yeah, it could have been more clean, but you know, it's fast, so. Yep, and of course, Dom drives off the edge for them. Of course, landing safely in the water, even with everything was exploding around. Rocks. Not a problem at all. Uh, and then uh, uh, once they land safely in the water, the cliffhanger note there was Dante activates additional explosives to blow off the dam. Wait, dude, so, one second, one second. Yeah. And we're back. So, yeah, we're back and we're at almost at the final end. We'll, we're preparing for the cliffhangers. You know, when 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 Dom and Little B survive driving off a dam into the water, driving off the side of a road, possibly like thousands of feet down, uh, we're not finished there. Dante activates bombs that were installed all across the dam where they jumped off and presumably would like wash them over, right? Mm -hmm. That was where the... the um, uh, uh, well, um, uh, so that's where kind of like uh, you know, ends. Dom and Little Beast's fate uh, kind of ends. We cut back to Antarctica because there's so many teams, there's so many people, there's so many locales. Um, uh, and then Letty and Cypher escapes the black site after a couple of like comedic beats because <laughs> Letty came out, realized that they were in Antarctica, came back down to get some. I like that. that. That was good. Like she didn't realistic. She didn't immediately. Realistic. Okay, we're we're good to go. No, I have some shit to kill. You hurt my, but also my husband. Like, yeah, but also it's not like you know. I was half expecting that she would just like do the stupid thing and just like run through the cold and then Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. You come back now and get some <laughs> fucking snow boots and shit. Yeah, we'll see, has a plan. And then, uh, uh, so when uh, Letty comes back to escape with Cypher away from the Black Psych, they make their way to a particular coast now that they are decked with cold weather gear. A submarine surfaces, right? Which I was kind of understand because like Cypher already was, you know, a couple of movies ago uh, had taken over a submarine that, you know, Dom, using his bare hands, I thought they broke, uh, uh, redirected... He, yeah, they destroyed it, but at least we know that she can take over submarines. Okay, okay, okay. So she, she could have gotten a different submarine, right? Um, so, but because that initial submarine that Cypher had Dom destroyed by redirecting a torpedo with his own hands, uh, right? So, again, fast and the furious. But the surprise there is my ex-girlfriend, right? Gal Gadot, Giselle Yashar, emerges from and the submarine no scars no nothing just certain beautiful perfect makeup and perfect hair right so that's end screen says like or cameo important cameo at the end number one in the mid credit scene though we have luke hobbs and his agent in a dilapidated church all right uh um where, and then we re realized that uh, it was kind of like set up by dante and Dante calls Hobbs to tell him that he, was uh, he is him. also, um, you know, the, the the next target because although Dom was the one that trapped his father and stole money from him, 
Luke Hobbs was the one that pulled the trigger, right? And then him and you know Luke Hobbs and family is 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 next. So this is a little bit important because it's been very public on how uh, the Rock and Vin Diesel did not get along in the movies that they shot. They didn't like each other. Uh, how Vin Diesel does stuff and how the Rock does stuff. Lots of alpha male ego shit like there. But it's good that you know it's very surprising that you know we were able to I'm so get happy. the Rock back. So that's it. That is the movie. And now we I turn it over to Chabox. Final thoughts and your rating for <sighs> Fast X. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I was watching with the kids and the wife, and we were laughing and having fun. And uh, the set pieces were were good. They were not the not my favorite. Um, I definitely it's I can definitely miss Justin Lin, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was, I loved it. It was fast. I, I had fun. Um, the only issue is that I didn't know it was going to end in a cliffhanger. Oh. I, that's what I thought at first, like maybe a few months ago. But I read an article where The Rock was saying that uh, Hobbs and Shaw 2 was going to is like gonna lead into Fast 11 or like the set it up. So I thought that fa- that means Fast X storylines are done. So that they needed to set up. So I was really surprised that it ended this way. A uh, little um, sad that Cena died, but then well, again, because he was. I'm sure he comes back with. <laughs> he was in a car. If I was in your car, you don't die. But yeah, I mean, uh, I liked it. Uh, I liked his character. Like it, some people might think that it was a big change, but. Once you're an uncle and with a kid, you you can you know you really change your your how how you are. So that was good. My my only issue is I guess the the two scenes that we talk about the CGI fest scenes with the the robotic clean um uh doctor and then the CGI fest of the the it wasn't even done well the agency conference room because like i'm sure they've done that like it's spy kids and shit and it looked the same it didn't, really takes you out like really cw out. Yeah, yeah but um i i love the new additions uh ames i love a test i love uh isabel uh dom acted a little too much when diogo died i, I for somebody he met I, maybe they met more times but <laughs> it, it was just that well, one things th- because like he had to choose like it was like a, you know, indirectly, it was, it was, it was on his. Okay. Died. Yeah. And my other main issue is just that uh, I guess the reason why it's not one of my favorites is because they were separated too much, and we didn't get the part where they all come together. So maybe that will be eased by the next fast. You know, when they when they all come together, because yeah, so like se- have separating them to three sets basically the Antarctica Dom scene or four with John C- uh Jacob scenes and then uh the the team scenes you know it's always better when they're all together so because of their chemistry the family is what they do so yeah um I'll write it at a seven ah that was it's, more it's, gracious than I thought yeah so high I, cause I, I told you it's a popcorn flick uh I enjoyed it uh I did buy this on iTunes because it's one of my movies that I just rewatch all the time, and it's good. It's good in the background, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, and 
And I don't buy a lot of iTunes movies. I just buy the things that I can ano, make it a movie night with the family. Because it's like it's 25 bucks, but it's worth it because like, if we watch it in the theaters, it's probably less expensive than that. So, But we, whenever I buy something in iTunes, I always make a scene like we order food, we all sit down together, we have fun. So it was worth it. And that's why it's a seven, you know? All right. I was I was giving it a, I was gonna give it a seven at, at ten as well. I was thinking that all of this was just deductions. Mm-hmm. It's fun, it's it's a fun franchise. You have all the stars that were trying to act a little bit, whatever. You had amazing additions. Like I love um uh, Alan Rich uh, Alan Richardson. I'm just so amazed how big he is. Yeah, and how handsome he is. Like fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, you even know, the look, suit, the way the, the the clothing with the like, there's a buckle here with for a, with a uh, harness. Like all of these is highly stylized. Everything has like a. a it's more of like it's their superhero suit, like costume. But uh, I love all oh, like Brie Larson, awesome. They have um, Helen Mirren still, pr- pretty awesome. They brought back not only Gal Gadot but The Rock. So all of these were like it was a ten. It became eleven. It, 12 13 14 but you all the fantastical like you know i think they're running out of ideas to make these cars things a little bit more realistic i hated the the nobody the the aims scene in the in the mm-hmm. in the volume i hated fucking that like you i hated the the black side it did look like if it's a black side fucking put mercenaries there make sure that things are good like why are all of these sets look so tacky um that's why i dropped it all the way down to uh to seven but in the end like you're right it's sit down open your eyes i wish it was a little bit shorter though like if it we're just two hours i think i would have enjoyed it a little bit more uh, two hours 20 is a little long. So like I tried to put it in the background yesterday and then I, well, I couldn't because I've been wa- rewatching a lot of this stuff from, from our next series. So we need to review. So it's just a little too long. Um, but again, seven is still a high score. Oh, and uh, right? also I forgot to mention seven because of Jason Momoa. Oh, he really sorry. brought it. I, I, yeah, I thought, I thought I knew what he was going to be from the trailers. But there's just so much. He brought that like borderline cross-dressing, right? Like a metrosexual. Yeah, I just I fun. loved it. it. It was awesome. Like he was having fun. Uh, he was cuckoo in a sense, also. But uh, uh, I just I, I liked it. He was like uh, feminine in a ways and it badass also. It, it it was great. He he was great, and uh, I'm happy that we get more of him. <laughs> if, that, that, if they turn Momoa and become a family, I I, I quit. I, I don't know how that's gonna happen, but holy shit! Um, I mean, Cipher it, alone. Knows, I don't know if how Cipher's gonna be a good guy, because she, she well, killed Elena cold blood. At least Deckard Deckard shot tried to kill them, but was unsuccessful. I don't think Deckard killed anybody, right? No, in seven no, he, he just killed the entire hospital worth of people. Oh, that's not Dom's problem. <laughs> He's, they're not family. 
Dom can forgive that. The entire, I, also, that's the coldest entrance I've ever seen. Ever, yeah, yeah, yeah where, definitely. You know, walking out of um, his brother's hospital room and then seeing the carnage that he yeah, caused. Yeah, that was bad. And he got the grenade thrown back. Yeah, that was okay. badass. Um, no, uh, I've we discussed the movie so much that yeah, I forgot to emphasize how amazing my favorite fast villain is is Jason Whoa. Momoa. It's Obviously, it's derivative. Like it's kind of like Heath Ledger's Joker mm-hmm. combined with, you know, Dash with a little bit rainbow sprinkles here and there, right? Mm-hmm. So that, he really brought it. Like he's the only one that really kind of like had fun with the character and really tried to act. Uh, and it wasn't it wasn't cringy. It was it was really good and it really showed how deranged he was. So I really kind of enjoyed that as well. So yeah, Jason Momoa, ten out of ten performance movie, seven out of ten. Uh, of course, we're gonna have it in the background later again. So agree. All right. Uh, uh, thank you for sitting uh, with us for our review of Fast X. Of course, we're going to review the sequel. Of course, if ever there's other in between movies, a new Hobson Shaw movie coming in the middle, we'll review that because. We are masochists, and this is just part of our DNA now, um, Fast and the Furious. We're all part of the family now. So with that, Trebox, final words? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, join us for other shows, and uh, welcome uh, welcome back. See you in the next movies and series that we're going to review. Don't forget to like and subscribe us at youtube.com slash plus six three and all of our socials and all of the podcasts out there. We will be there, and we'll see you in the next video. Thank you very much, and goodbye.